0: What's good, family? Um, I want to apologize because it's been a long week. For those of you who know, I graduated last Saturday, and the Bible plan this week was supposed to end. I want to say Thursday, but I've had so much from post graduation to Christmas shopping to visiting family. Being, you know, being a graduate, just you know, visiting. Family and whatnot, because, you know, people want to see you in this pandemic. So I've been very trying to be very safe doing that and spreading out my time. And on top of working, it's kind of hard to kind of hard. Get your words together, Des. It's just kind of hard trying to maneuver everything and do everything that I got to do this week. So y'all pray for me. Continue to pray for me. But let's get into this word. Start with our devotional. This is day nine. Another change that must happen in us if we are to fight back victoriously is in the area of giving. The Bible, mm, the Bible, the devotional says Israel serves as a good example for us. What they went through physically, we go through spiritually upon leaving Egypt. The people were given valuable, valuable gifts, treasures and riches by the Egyptians. Now, that was awesome. That's good. Actually, must be nice. But when they entered the promised land, the first thing God asked people to do was to give him the entire city of Jericho and absolutely everything in it. God wanted the first conquest to belong entirely to him. The slave mentality is scared of giving. It lives on getting. It lives on getting. God wanted to break that poverty way of thinking by teaching his children to exercise to exercise the practice of generosity poverty runs on fear provision operates by faith it takes faith to give god the entire city of jericho you did the fighting but keep nothing for yourself let me back that up he said you do the fighting but keep nothing for yourself our carnal mind screams that's not fair Greed in us yells, it's mine, it's mine. I worked so hard for this, it's mine. Worldliness demands, I deserve this. You know, I've worked so hard. I deserve all it is, blase, blase. You know, a person who is a slave to mammon, the false god of greed, freaks out at the thought of extravagant generosity. You can't be in dominion if you are a slave to your possessions, wealth, and things. The primary indication that money owns you is your reluctance to obey God with your money. It's almost like God was trying to break the Israelites away from the slave mentality. He was chipping away at the victim thinking their mind was being remodeled into thinking like prosperous people. They became generous before they became rich. They were victorious before they won a battle. That's faith. In the wilderness, the former slaves used the treasures they bought from Egypt to build a golden calf to worship, but in the promised land. They gave an entire city in worship to the creator. It's not about the money. It's all about your mindset. Greed is the slave of fear. Generosity is the distinguishing mark of spiritual soldiers. One of the ways dominion works is demonstrated in the way we handle finances. We can't walk in dominion if we are slaves to the greedy spirit mammon. Period. Walking in dominion is more than rebuking the devil. It's giving your income to the Lord as a way to honor him when you give him your income to honor him. When you give him your income, you're giving him, yours, you're giving him of yourself whom earned that in- income. I, y'all just can't get my words together today. Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says, Giving it will be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Y'all know that song, give and it will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Give. And it will come back to you when you give, give to the. Y'all don't know that song. If you ain't, if you ain't, you don't know that song if you ain't coach. But it says, Press down, shake together, and running an over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. That's the new international version. Now, y'all bear with me as we read Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 31. Right. It says. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where the moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap. I love this part. This is my favorite part. This is one of my favorite scriptures of the Bible. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can anyone of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? If you look at the birds, God constantly provides for them. They don't have to go out and kill nothing. They don't have to go out and do nothing. Okay, well, they do kill their food before they eat it. But they don't have to go out and do nothing extravagant as such as humans do. He will provide. So God's telling us, don't worry about your money. Don't worry about the clothes on your back. Don't worry about the roof over your head. Don't worry about what you're going to eat at your next meal. When you put your faith in me, I'm going to take care of everything that you need. Everything that you need. And a lot of people ask me, they'll be like, well, how do you get so sturdy in your wall with faith? Y'all, I have people that I go to to hold me accountable because just like y'all, when I feel like giving up, I literally call on people That's like, look, I'm about to give up or listen, can I vent and just tell you what's going on? And they pour into me to make me feel better. So you got to be able to make sure you surround your people, surround your people, surround yourself with people who we will hold you accountable. If not, we'll be, you will begin to have these mindset of like what we read, how you deserve this of the world and how, you know, you need this and you need that, or it's not fair that this is happening, or, um, I need this, or I need to eat this, or I have to do this, or I need these type of clothes. Like your mindset will change when you stop focusing on Christ. Let's keep going. Verse 28 says, and why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, we will not much more clothe you of little faith. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? Because God will provide it all for you. And I really... That scripture uh, 28... Talks about how if you look at the flowers in the field and how they grow. If you look at the beautiful flowers, they don't have to worry about where they're going to get their nutrients from. You have islands where... Not even islands, just fields where nobody goes. And the land is just so beautiful. The grass grows so nice. The trees grow so perfectly. And God's like, I don't need you to do anything but trust in me. I don't need you to do anything but stand still and let me take care of it. Look at the trees. Look at the field. Look at the flowers and how they grow and how have i perfected it. They don't need no help. They don't need nobody. And we have to remind that of ourselves, guys. We have to be very mindful of how we do things in our life and not only how we do things but also who we let into our lives and that's a that's a that's a word for another day. But you gotta be careful of who you allow into your life. But let's go on to day 10 for the devotional. This is the last day. Let's get into this word. When the children of Israel entered the promised land God commanded them to take 12 stones from the river of Jordan and build a memorial on the river bank. Those who fight and walk in dominion must learn to build memorials to God's many miracles in their life, not monuments to unanswered questions. Every time God does something spectacular in your life, you must take a stone. From that situation, build upon it, build a memorial in your mind, That memory becomes a point of reference for your faith and when things get hard. We all go through our Jordan rivers in life. Sometimes we go through very low points in our journey of faith, but God never leaves us there. God never leaves us there in despair. He gets us through. So take stones from those points of life as a reminder of God's faithfulness to you. So sometimes you got to, This is actually kind of like a fun fact about me. Birthday cards, graduation cards, Christmas cards, um, get well soon cards, like all cards like that that people give me, I keep. I'm talking every single card, even to people that I don't really associate with, because each of those cards hold a memory in a certain time period where I was going through something in my life or a very exciting moment that God brought me to and got me through. So with that being said, I keep all of those things because to me, those are very important things, the situations that God brought me to and place people in my life that love on me and care about me enough to do things for me. So I'm grateful for God in that area. So little things like that are like stones to me. But let me keep writing. Let me keep reading. Fighting comes from faith. Faith comes from remembering God's faithfulness. Yes, Faith comes from hearing God's word, but it also comes from remembering God's words. One of the reasons people go from deliverance to deliverance instead of deliverance to dominion is that they don't have faith. Uh Uh-oh. Now that right there would make some people mad. But it's the truth. We pray that... We'll pray that God will deliver us and 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 deliver us. But when you gonna start praying for dominion? When you gonna start praying that God will give you the power to be able to conquer the demons in your life and to be able to learn discipline instead of just having God cancel things out in your life? Start praying for dominion so God will give you the power to cut these enemies out your life and to. Build some type of discipline so you can be able to say, you know what, Satan? Back up away from me before you get jawed. Like, back up, dog. So let's start praying for dominion in our prayers, guys. But let's keep reading. From deliverance instead of deliverance to dominion is that they don't have faith. They live by their feelings. They're controlled by symptoms. They bring God down to the level of their moods. God's word is no more important to them than their feelings about what they see happening in their lives. A person who wants to walk in dominion must live by faith, not by sight. A life of faith is not that hard. It's based on feeding yourself with God's word, remembering God's words. Y'all, when I get upset and I start thinking out of my emotions, I start literally, I literally bring my faith down to my face because... When you start acting out of the, when you start acting out of how the world began to make you feel, how, let me get my words together. When you start, when you start getting upset about things that are happening in the world and things that people say to you, you start to lose sight of your faith because you start acting a little worldly. Because you start coming out of your, you start acting out of your flesh because somebody done pissed you off. So now you're ready to like, what's up? Y'all don't really got me, but you got to start remembering all the things that God brought you through. And here you are about to get upset over this small situation. that Somebody done said to you when God has delivered you and gave you dominion to pull yourself through and to pull you through situations that you had faced in your previous life. So why am I getting upset because somebody said something disrespectful to me when God's brought me through the way worse? Talk to me. Let me keep reading. It says, if we don't build a memorial to what God did, the devil will hijack our mind by filling it with what God did not do, which he will. Which he will, especially when you're going through tough moments in your life. Like when I had my old car, I would go through things like like sometimes like the enemy would be such it would be on. He would hijack my mind and like if God loved you, why are you still driving this car? And sometimes she be like, you know what, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. So you trying to get me tripped up? I ain't even about to do that, Satan. Gonna shut up. But you gotta. Let me keep reading. You'll y'all will learn. You'll learn. It's a process to having faith. You don't wake up the next day and have faith. Like this whole thing is literally refreshing my mind. How. Building the memorials and just thinking about all the things that God has done. Instead of building memorials to miracles, we build monuments to unexplained doubts and questions. Why didn't God prevent this accident from happening to me? Why didn't God heal my friend or loved one? Why, oh God, did someone commit suicide after we prayed for him? Why wasn't this or that prayer answered? Why was I born this way? These are mysterious That plague our minds. These are mysteries that plague our mind. My stupid self talking about mysterious. These are mysteries that plague our mind. For some of those questions, we will never get answers on this side of eternity. Questions are normal. But building monuments to things that God has not done or was expected to do will weaken our faith. Once our faith is crippled, it's hard to be victors. We fall into self-pity and live like a victim. In this broken world, if you want to walk in dominion, you must intentionally remember God, what God has done in your life. Remember his miracles, all the prayer answers, all the fulfilled dreams, all the things he delivered you from. Put into your money, put into your money, put into memory, put into your memory bank. Oh, my God. Put into your memory bank, all the gifts that he grac- graciously gives you each day which usually you take for granted. Don't forget what he did on the cross for your eternal salvation and on the day of Pentecost when he sent his spirit to dwell in you. You have to build into your soul an archive of God's faithfulness. Design your memorial in your mind and heart. Otherwise, your mind will gravitate naturally by default to all the things that God did not do. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed this plan because I did. And it's actually taught me a lot. And the next plan, I'm actually going to choose. And I'm going to throw it out there because it's actually a, something I need to work on that I want to share with you guys. Because, woo, let's get into this word, though. Scriptures. Mm-hmm. Joshua chapter 4, verse 7 says, "Let Let them that flow of the Jordan was... C- Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark was covenant the, of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. Romans 10 and 17 says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Luke chapter 23 Verse 42 says, then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Psalm 70, Psalm chapter 77, verse 11 says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I remember your miracles of long ago, just like the stones with the Jordan River Make a memorial in your mind, in your heart, wherever you need to, to remind yourselves of all the good things that God has done to you in your life and all the things that he's brought you through that help you in this journey of fighting back. Sometimes it gets hard and we feel like giving up because the road gets hard. But you got to remember that the minor things that you're dealing with in your life, God's brought you through way worse. I'm not going to go there. Actually, I am going to go there. Sometimes we lose lose loved ones in our lives and we really want to give up on things because just life gets hard. Life's not the same when you lose your granddaddy. Life's not the same when you lose your grandmother. Life's not the same when you lose your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your cousin. Life is just not the same. And sometimes we'll go to God and be like, well, God, why did you take this person from me? I love this person. They were there for me. They were the only person that understood me. Blase, blase, blase. But sometimes you got to understand that questions like that we will never get an answer to on this side of heaven. But you also got to understand God's heart you got to understand that God does things for a reason. You also got to understand that you don't know what that person's praying for. While you're praying that this person stays on earth for a long time, their prayers to God might be, hey God, just heal my body. God, I want to be healed. I don't want to suffer no more, God. Do what's best for me and my family. And sometimes that prayer that they send up to God, that God feels is in his will for them, It's to take them from their suffering. And he knows that you guys will be all right. Because if you're not all right, you wouldn't be here right now listening to this podcast. Praise God. You got to have faith. You got to be able to take all those stones that God did in your previous life and make a memorial of all the things God did for you. Tally marks. Write a book. Journal about it. Everything that God has done, never forget it because in your darkest moments, you can look back at the light that God shined in your life and it'll show you exactly where you need to continue to go in your life so the enemy doesn't continue to keep you in a headlock. Keep your faith strong, keep your head up, and remember the things that God has done for you. I'm out.